Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I'm Andrew Hansen alongside Shane Caldwell. This is our Week 9 Wide Receivers and Tight Ends podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. Shane, are you ready to pick out some targets for the quarterbacks that we've been talking about this week? Yeah, we have some we have some awesome wide receiver picks this week, so we're we're really excited to talk about these guys. And there's there's two there's so many good ones. We're we're trying to figure out the best way to fit them into all the different game stacks and lineups here. Oh, seriously, there's some guys. I'd like to be able to pick five wide receivers this week, uh, but I don't think what you know I don't think DraftKings and FanDuel are going to allow that uh, that construction, unfortunately, because they're some guys in some great matchups. So we're going to get into those here in just a second. Uh, before we get started, if you would, please so hit that subscribe button on YouTube if you haven't already, so you get notified of when our other podcasts post. We do six NFL podcasts per week, and we do three on the weekend by position. So if you haven't seen the quarterback show, be sure to tune that uh, tune in for that. Also, the running back show. So uh, subscribe if you, if you would. Uh, and then we want to thank our presenting sponsor right off at the top here, BetUS.com.pa, wonderful partnership, and they offer a 125, 125% deposit match to our listeners if you use the promo code COACHTALK, all one word. Uh, so excellent uh, offer there. All right, Shane, uh, let's get into these wide receivers. So many wonderful options. Where do you, where do you want to start? Yeah, I think you got to start with the big guy here, uh, Julio Jones. Uh, when this guy's healthy, he's arguably the best wide receiver in the league. He's right up there, you know, outside of De- Devontae Adams probably right now is kind of separate himself as well. But Julio Jones has looked great. He's healthy. Uh, and this guy can hit you deep. He can hit you underneath, run after the catch. He's just a physical presence out there. And I really like uh, the game environment and the matchup at home, a 50 over under. They're home favorites here. They're pretty big favorites. And they're going up against Denver. Denver's secondary, not very good this year, uh, giving up a lot of points against big, a lot of big plays, a lot of points against wide receivers. One of their top cornerbacks, A.J. Bouye, is going to be out injured this week. So now they have rookies and a bunch of young and experienced guys trying to cover Julio Jones. Good luck with that. Even if Calvin Ridley plays, that would just help distract some of the coverage away from Julio Jones, which I think Calvin Ridley might play. But I think Julio Jones is the guy here. Uh, and I, I really love the spot for him. And I think he's just looking to absolutely dominate. I don't know if Atlanta has anything to play for, but I will tell you that since Dan Quinn got fired, these guys play hard every single game. So I really like the way they play. And I, I'm loving Julio Jones this week, 8,200 on FanDuel and 7,200 on DK. I think he's worth paying up for. I do as well. And there's another guy right in that same price range that I'm excited about. His name is Keenan Allen. And Man, you talk about a reliable guy, especially on DraftKings and PPR. The last three games he's played here where he wasn't hurt, you'll recall that he got hurt in that New Orleans game. Uh, that was a, the real, a real bummer. But when he's been healthy recently, eight, nine, and ten receptions. So you can really feel good about paying 7000 for him. And it's a perfect game environment. A pick him on BetUS over under 51 and a half. Uh, at home against uh, Las Vegas. So, you know, he and Herbert uh, really looking good together. Uh, so I'll have a bunch of Keenan Allen this week. And the great thing is no matter where he lines up, whether he's a slaughter out or the outside, he's got a great matchup against the Las Vegas corners because no matter where you go, you got a good matchup, especially when you're Keenan Allen. <laughs> exactly. So that's the great thing about him there. Uh, yeah, and then I'm going to go back to a familiar guy that we really like here. 
at uh, DFS Coach Talk is Mr. Tyler Lockett. Uh, Tyler Lockett had a little off game last last week. They didn't uh, really need him in the last time out as DK Metcalf was roasting uh, San Francisco uh, secondary. Did uh, I think this might be a week where it's Tyler Lockett's team since these guys are both superstars, both Pro Bowl receivers, and they pretty much have the MVP thrown to him and Russell Wilson. And now they got to go into Buffalo. Again, we're looking at the highest over under total. Okay. And you're looking at a competitive game. Buffalo will be able to score, which means Seattle will have to continue to pass the ball. Just so happens, most of Seattle's good running backs are pretty much out. They have a rookie in there, which means they're going to rely on these guys even more. So Tyler Lockett in the great, great position here. Buffalo is known for giving up a ton of production to the slot. They get Teron Johnson in there. Huge disadvantage here. Huge mismatch for Tyler Lockett in the slot. And he's 7,400 on FanDuel, 6,800 on DK is still looking too cheap for Tyler Lockett this week uh, going into Buffalo. And it looks like uh, this is going to be a nice blow up spot for him. Yeah. And I'll talk about the guys on the other side, uh, Stefan Diggs and Cole Beasley, both in a great spot, uh, Seattle, the number 32 pass defense here. And we saw last week, what, uh, what the San Francisco guys did a, you can born a lot of their production was in garbage time playing from behind, but I think there's a good chance Buffalo will be in that same spot. You know, that's why in the quarterback show, we talked about Josh Allen, uh, that great bounce back opportunity here. And I, I think uh, Diggs and Beasley will be heavily targeted, uh, really good matchups, good game scripts, good weather conditions. And, you know, Beasley, who's really a PPR guy, uh, you can just tell what kind of an opportunity it is for him. Looking at his price tag of 5400 on DraftKings, he's usually not that expensive. And, you know, for all the reasons we've discussed, that's why he's up there. So uh, both those guys are worth considering. So since you're talking about Cole Beasley, here's a here's an interesting fact about, fact about Cole Beasley. Did you know that he's a rapper and he has albums out? And he's I did actually, not know that. Uh, he's actually a really good rapper. So if you're listening, go check that out, Andrew. Listen to Cole Beasley's rap game because he's actually good. And he doesn't look like the guy that would be a good rapper, but he's he's actually really good. So I like it. It's yeah, a fun fact. Yep. So Cole Beasley is uh, going to wrap his way to a good DK performance this week. So, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how about uh, my guy, uh, Terry McLaurin? Uh, okay. Big fan of Terry McLaurin. I think he's one of the best young wide receivers in the league. And he's going up against the New York Giants. They get, they're okay, you know, okay against uh, defense. But Terry McLaurin, I think, is pretty much matchup proof. He'll probably be seeing a lot of James Bradbury. Uh, but Bradbury can be beat. Terry McLaurin played him earlier this year. Didn't completely blow up, but he had a decent game. So really, he just needs to have a similar type game and get in the end zone, which I think Terry McLaurin's going to do. Terry McLaurin coming off a bye week here in a pretty decent matchup, and they're actually favored to win here at home. So I really like this spot for Terry McLaurin, and he's kind of that middle of the road price point. You know, seventy-two hundred draft uh, FanDuel, sixty-five hundred. On uh, DraftKings, so I think Terry McLaurin's in a good spot here uh, to have a blow-up game, and I really like him. I mean, he's got the the highest target share among you know anyone on his team. I mean, he's he's I mean, one of the best in the entire league in terms of target share. So you know where the targets are going to go, and you're looking at a guy that's probably going to be looking at 12 plus targets, and he's productive with those targets too. He's great run after the catch, great at contested catches, great route runner, red zone number one red zone target. You name it, he he's he's it for Terry McLaurin. So I, and I like uh, Washington to win this game as Vegas does as well. So fire up Terry McLaurin this week. Well, I'll talk about another mid-tier guy who gets a huge percentage of his team's targets. 
That is Allen Robinson for the Bears, 6,900 on DraftKings, and they are six and a half point underdogs against Tennessee. Over under is 47 on betus.com.pa. And if you look at the outside receivers that have gone up against Tennessee lately, some guys have had some really big games. Uh, you know, first half of the season, we've had Justin Jefferson, Stephon Diggs, Will Fuller uh, really just take advantage of that matchup. So I like Allen Robinson here. He gets a ton of targets from Foles. And uh, like I mentioned on the quarterback show, you could pair those two guys up in a GPP. Awesome. Uh, yeah, the next guys I want to talk about, let's pair these guys up. I do like the the Detroit-Minnesota game this week. Uh, I like this to be high scoring and to shoot out. Uh, they're division foes, but this is the first time they've played this this uh, year. It's an important game, uh, and I've seen over-unders uh, 50, 52 and a half on that game. Um, right now, I like, I like Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. I know that last week, the game plan for Minnesota was just pound Green Bay and it worked to perfection. And I know that Detroit's not great against uh, the D, uh, against the, the run, so they will try to run. But I think Detroit's going to stack the box and game plan against Dalvin Cook, and they're going to make Kirk Cousins beat them. And I think Detroit will score and create this a little bit of more of a shootout environment. So I like Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. I like how, the way they match up against the, the Lions corners in the scheme. Uh Thielen is a little bit expensive, but I think you can still get there with him. But they're both great plays here in this environment. So Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson, I really like them. I think that Kirk Cousins is going to have to pass more in this game and not just hand it off to Delvin Cook every every single play like it seems like they did uh, last week. Uh, so I think you can definitely fire those up, especially if you're looking to stack this game on the other side with some Detroit exposure too. And you're going to get them at lower ownership because I'm not hearing a lot of people on these guys. Excellent. Well, let me ask you about a guy on the other side, and that's Marvin Hall, who's going to step into a, a bigger role with Galladay out. And he's 3,800. You are the Detroit sports man. Um, you know, if you look at the guys on the outside with speed against Dantzler, we've seen bigger receivers, Fuller, Adams, DK Metcalf, Julio, have, have really big games against Minnesota. You know, is Hall, is he going to be able to, you know, have a big game in that in that role, in that spot? Yeah, it, it, Hall is just keeps getting better and better and better every single week. Uh, he's really taken to the coaching and the techniques and he's 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 fast. He's got all the tools and he's not a big guy, but he's really good at contested catches. And they take deep shots to him all day long. So people are not going to be on Marvin Hall because they're thinking that Stafford's out. Stafford, I think, is going to play, and that means because a lot of people don't even know who Marvin Hall is, and they're thinking Stafford's out, they're not going to play Marvin Hall. So you're going to get a guy that could potentially blow up here and have a monster game at uh, really low ownership. I'm thinking under 5%, even though there's a couple sharp people that know about Marvin Hall. I don't hear a lot of people talking about him, and again, the Stafford news throws it off. And Marvin Hall looks great. And Danzler, I'm not even sure if he's going to play. The Minnesota secondary is banged up again. That's the common theme, right. whether they're on the COVID list or they have concussions or injuries. So check that final injury report because I don't even think Danzler's going to play. They're going to be down to their uh, essentially their third, fourth, and fifth string cornerbacks going up against the Lions this week. Another reason why I like this Lions passing attack. And Marvin Hall, I think, can roast these guys. And uh, Stafford throws a great deep ball at this guy. And for some reason, they have great chemistry, even though, like I said, no one knows who Marvin Hall is. I'm telling you, this guy's a 4-4 speed type guy. He's 
he's becoming a better route runner and he will be involved in this game plan as I project the Lions will probably be down and have to throw a lot here so yeah I think Marvin Hall is still fully in play and he's probably one of the uh, our favorite value plays this week and I like the fact that it looks like he's going to be low owned excellent yeah and for folks who are new to the program uh, Shane is the Detroit sports man. Uh, he's been scouting this guy for a long time. So if you have any questions about Detroit sports or you just want to interact with Shane, hit him up on Twitter at DET Sports Shane. And you can find me on Twitter at Language Olympic. You can find all of us at DFS Coach Talk. And then our fearless leader, the coach, is available at J O E S A R V A D I. Now, Shane, I want to ask you about a pair of receivers. You talked about the Vikings. I want to talk about the Denver wide receivers because they're going up against Atlanta and you can beat Atlanta on the outside. You can beat them with, with, with the slot receiver. And so I'm looking at Tim Patrick and, and Jerry Judy, you know, T Tim Patrick is questionable, but I think he's going to play. And we've seen guys on the outside, just tear up Atlanta recently. Allen Robinson, Robbie Anderson, Galladay had a big game against them. And, you know, Judy in the slot, he, he plays there 63% of the time. Uh, Lamb had a big game there. Lockett uh, was great early in the season against Atlanta. So I like both of those guys. They're under 5,000 on DraftKings. Um, you know, it's not it's not where I've gone really all season. I haven't looked at this Denver passing attack and said, you know, I want to get a lot of exposure to it. But I feel like Judy's getting, you know, he's, you know, finding his way. Uh, Patrick is getting some confidence. So, um you know, what, what do you think about getting uh, some uh, exposure to that Denver passing attack? Yeah, I like Patrick with his size and the fact that take deep shots to him and the guy's great at contested catches and he's their red zone threat. And Jerry Judy is just way too talented of a wide receiver. He, he's had kind of a uh, he's way too talented for the performance he's, he's had. So he is due for a breakout as well in terms of his his route running, his ability to get open. You know, he's 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 a great wide receiver. He's just been a little bit disappointing this year. But, yeah, I think at any time these guys could break out. So I think that I always say you got to project you got to predict the breakout before it happens if you want to get ahead of the curve here. So you have to take a little bit of risk and play these guys and hope you hit them on their blow up game. They, they showed that they're getting better, that passing attack with Drew Locke last week. So now you take it into Atlanta and a great matchup in a high scoring game where they're actually underdogs. So it looks like a great, uh, great game script for them here in a good matchup. So, yeah, this looks like a good sneaky spot. And again, I don't think anyone's going to be there's not going to be much high ownership on Denver, you know, so they're just not a team. They're usually in low scoring affairs. But if they can get into a nice little shootout, this would actually help uh, definitely be a lot better environment for Denver this week. So that's kind of what you're hoping for there. Absolutely. All right, Shane, before we get to the tight ends, you have one more value play for us at wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, I got quite a few nice little uh, value plays down here. Um, but one that uh, stood out to me was LaVisca Chenault. Uh, played this guy before. I just love this guy's role. Every single week he gets more and more involved, more and more targets. And I like how the Jacksonville offense will will design plays specifically to get the ball in this guy's hand because this guy is strong, he's explosive, uh, and he's just a great athlete. Uh, and I feel like they're going to get him the ball in space a lot on design plays, uh, and he's just in a great position here. He's going to be going up against mostly against Vernon Hargraves, who I always say you can pretty much torch Vernon Hargraves. It's not a great matchup uh, for, for, for Houston, that is. So I think that coming out of the bye, 
they're going to give LaVisca Chanel a lot of plays and scheme him open and get the ball in his hands. And he's a great run after the catch guy. So to me, he looks like a guy that is ready to break a big play at any time. And I feel like this could be a blow up game. And by the way, on DraftKings, he's only $4,200. So he's the type of guy, pretty low ownership that has a high ceiling potential, even though he hasn't had the breakout game. And again, you want to try to predict that big game before it happens and play him on that week rather than when his price goes up and he's higher owned, right? So that's why you look at a guy like LaVisca Chanel. The talent is there, the spot and, and the the the, uh, the the role is there and the matchup is there. So that's why I like this position here. Someone's got to score for Jacksonville. That's what I that's what I say. Yes. And the other thing is Jake Luton, the rookie quarterback, is gonna be play it more safe and check it down. So instead of taking deep shots to guys like DJ Chark, he'll be dumping the ball off short on design screen plays and short plays to LaVisca Chenault and just let the guy run because that's what he does. I mean, the guy's like a running back, wide receiver, you know, hybrid basically. He does everything. And he and like I said, he's a playmaker waiting to happen here. Excellent. All right. Well, before we get to tight ends, let's take a moment to hear from our wonderful partners at betus.com.pa. Wake up, sports bettors. Sports are in high gear at BetUS.com, so put down the beer and make every sporting event more exciting by putting stakes on the line at BetUS. Earn bragging rights over your friends as you rake in the cash from each week's betting action. But don't settle for any other book. Choose America's favorite sports book with over 25 trusted years in the industry, BetUS. You need a sports book with integrity and longevity, but more importantly, you need a sports book that pays. BetUS has your game with action on football, baseball, basketball, MMA, golf, horse racing, and even esports. No other sportsbook welcomes newcomers like BetUS with their jaw-dropping sign-up bonuses. Sign up now with promo code COACHTALK for 125% sign-up bonus up to two grand. The best in the biz. Now you have the best book in the business with the best DFS provider in the business, Coach Talk. Create your account to make point spread bets, futures bets, prop bets, entertainment bets, live bets, and more. No other sports book is as committed to their members as BetUS. Sign up now and get in on the winning side of the ball. Welcome back, and thank you for that wonderful offer for our listeners. Be sure to use that promo code COACHTALK, all one word, when you make that first deposit at betus.com.pa. All right, Shane, it's time for the Week 9 tight ends. What a wonderful position. You know, just dozens of guys to choose from. Uh, always paying off value so consistently. So who's your top target here in week nine? Yeah, uh, so I'm, I I normally like Travis Kelsey, but I just don't want to pay up for that much. You know, the tight end position is already tough as it is. I don't want to pay that price, even though he's in a decent spot here. Uh, so I'm looking at the next guy down from that, at least on DraftKings, is Darren Waller. I feel like Darren Waller is still too cheap at 5,800 on DraftKings and even 6,400 on FanDuel. And I just love Darren Waller's role on this team. And I love, uh, I think it's a great matchup against the Chargers. And I think they're going to have to pass more. Again, we talked about the game environment. Derek Carr is going to be passing the ball more in this. His main main target will be Darren Waller. So I, I look for Darren Waller to get a ton of targets here and have a great game in this high-scoring shootout kind of pick em game back and forth. Um, so he's probably one of my favorite guys. I mean, because beyond that, I'm going to go down to some value plays. But if you're going to pay up a little bit, but still get a reasonable price, I think Darren Waller is the guy this week. And especially if people are looking at this game last week, again, it's he didn't do that well last week. So you can get him in a bounce back spot here, and that's what you want to do. 
Yeah, over under is 51 and a half on BetUS, uh, and it is a pick em, So great option there. Uh, next guy that I'm going to mention here is your boy TJ Hawkinson, and he's going up against Minnesota. Um, you know, again, if Galladay's out, I think he'll get a couple more targets. And if you look at what the uh, Green Bay tight ends did against Minnesota last week, they combined to catch eight for 125. And at least one of those was a nice long pass to, to Tunyon. And I think Hawkinson can fill that role too. You know, they had some short passes to Sternberger, uh, but Hawkinson's really the guy there. So if he'll just get a little more volume and man, if he gets in the end zone, he's going to pay off that price tag for sure. Yeah. For him to be able to get 10 targets last week, that's a big deal. They haven't designed that many plays for him and gave him that many targets yet. And now the fact that Kenny Galladay's out, TJ Hawkinson is going to get a ton of work, a ton of targets. And he now he's now the number one red zone target. So he's yeah. yeah. And obviously he catches the touchdown, I think like every single week. I mean, Actually, he didn't end up getting a touchdown last week. Before that, he had you know uh, touchdowns a couple weeks in a row. So, um, so yeah, he's looking. He's in, in a good spot. They did target him in the end zone, though. Um, yeah. So, and then the next guy I'm looking at, a uh, guy like uh, last week, and this is a, a game that you really like here as well. You like this passing attack is Noah Fan. Uh, I mean, Noah Fan's still pretty cheap, and this guy, in terms of you know talent, he's right up there in terms of just a big fast athletic type guy you just get him the ball and he's a mismatch for linebackers and safeties uh, if you try to put a slot corner on him he's they're too small really to cover this guy so I just love how he's involved in the passing game a lot Drew Locke loves him and I love those little like tight end screens and the run after the catch ability for a guy like this size for have to have like four or five you know type speed you got to love Noah Fant as a great playmaker and again a red zone target here and he's really cheap 4600 on DraftKings, it's really cheap. He's a little more expensive on FanDuel at 5,800, but I think he's in a great spot here against uh, Atlanta. They have some pretty fast linebackers, but overall, they've been pretty bad covering tight ends. So I think that they're, uh, you know, Denver's going to be running a lot of two tight end sets anyway. So Noah Fan is their primary receiving tight end, and he's got a great relationship with Locke in, in this game that they should be having to pass if they get down here. Um, because they are actually road favorites. So I like Noah Fant here, and I think he's still way too cheap, and he's due to have a nice big game here. Yeah, Atlanta's given up eight receiving touchdowns to tight ends already this year, so great spot for Fant. I, I do love that value. If you want to get uh, a different guy in that price range into your lineup for something uh, as a pivot uh, GPP option, it's Ingram for me uh, for the Giants. Going up against Washington, they're sort of middle of the pack against tight ends, but he's had 19 targets in his last two weeks. So I really like how they're getting him more involved. They need to. You know, they need weapons. And Daniel Jones showed in that last game against Tampa, the deep throws he's just not hitting right now. So let's get him some short throws to Ingram, get him some confidence, move the chains. Uh, and Ingram, you know, he he's the perfect guy for that role. So uh, 4300 I think, is a decent price tag for him this week. Awesome. And I got just a couple guys that you, if you just want to punt the position and you just want to go cheap, because there's a lot of expensive guys that you need to pay up for this week uh, to get your optimal lineup. Here's a couple guys you can get for really cheap, near minimal price that I think are in a good spot. I like Logan Thomas. He seems to have good, good, uh, good chemistry. 
uh, with uh, Kyle Allen over there in uh, Washington. They're at home as favorites going against the Giants, who's, you know, not, you know, middle of the pack against tight ends here. Um, Logan Thomas, again, he's a red zone threat. He's a big, fast athlete, you know, uh, and he's, he's done great, you know, and before the bye, he had a great game. Uh, he's only uh, $5,000 on FanDuel and 3700 on DK also stood out to me. It's pretty cheap. And if he doesn't have a blow-up game, you didn't really spend that much on him. That's where you just punt the position. Speaking of punt plays, here's my ultimate punt play this week. Going back to the Detroit-Minnesota game, Irv Smith Jr. for Minnesota I think is a really good athletic tight end. He's flashed a couple big plays this year. And I think they continue to get him more and more involved in terms of the routes run. And he's playing just as much as Kyle Rudolph. And he's really more their receiving threat. He's just a really good athlete. And I think they're going to have to pass more. And I think that he can beat the uh, uh, Detroit's kind of banged up. Uh, Tracy Walker is probably going to be out, who's their starting safety, who guards tight ends. Um, So they're kind of banged up a little bit. Irv Smith, I think, is a great matchup against Detroit, even though Detroit has – Limited tight ends. I think that in this matchup with the two tight end set, Irv Smith can beat them for a couple big plays here. And that's all you're going to need at this cheap price on DraftKings over here, 2900 And if you play on FanDuel, you'll know that 4600 is also super cheap for FanDuel. So I think he's a great price. And this is a guy you can throw in that, you know, I think he can have a decent game and he doesn't need to do much to pay off that price tag. And that allows you to go up and pay up for other positions. Excellent. Well, of course, as we've described here, wide receiver is one of those positions we want to spend up on. So if you want to see how we put it all together uh, before kickoff, then jump in with us as a member to get our final lineups. Just go to our website, dfscoachtalk.com, get a weekly membership or the monthly, or you can save on the monthly with the winter special that takes you through the Super Bowl and thereafter. And uh, we give out full lineups for every slate. So on FanDuel, we give out a cash lineup and then two GPPs for the main slate every Sunday. And then on DraftKings, we give out our coach's clipboard with core plays and pivots. And then we also give out the full Yahoo lineup. So we'd love to have you join us for those. We build those throughout the week. Uh, We debate them um, and, and really grind on those to try to help our members continue to win. So Love to have you join us there. Also, if you could, uh, just click that subscribe button on YouTube so you know when these other podcasts post. We've got six per week in the NFL, and we've got the quarterback show and also the running back show. So tune into those if you haven't already. So that'll do it for this episode. On behalf of Shane Caldwell and the rest of the DFS Coach Talk team, I am Andrew Hansen, and be sure to tune in to the quarterback show and the running back show as we look to crush it in DFS.